Good afternoon. Thank you for viewing the fan page and the YouTube channel for the Law Office of Travell Travis. We invite you to connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and also to visit our website uh, or contact us by email. All social media, website, and email is Travell Travis, T-R-A-V-E-L-L. We also uh, invite you to like, to share, to comment on our videos if they've been beneficial to you in any way. Um, as a disclaimer, uh, videos are for educational and advertising purposes. It is not a substitute for consulting a licensed attorney um, in your state, nor uh, are these videos uh, creating an attorney-client uh, relationship. Uh, while we're in the middle of the series on trustees, I wanted to deviate uh, for a minute to discuss um, some current events, in particular the passing of legendary uh, Miss Aretha Franklin, uh, the Queen of Soul. As many of you know, it was reported yesterday uh, that she passed away without a will or a trust. And so today I want to give you quickly uh, five reasons why you may not need a will. Five reasons why you may not need a will. Uh, just to give you a quick uh, definition, what is a will? Essentially, a will is a legal document, a written legal document that allows a person to decide who will get their property when they pass away. Otherwise, um, the state decides who gets what. But if you have a preference as to who gets what, then uh, the way to address that is through a legal document referred to as a will. Um, the second quick definition is that of a trust. And as it came up about um, uh, Ms. Franklin not having a trust. But a trust is someone, um, essentially is created when someone is, is placed in charge of someone else's money or property for the benefit of a third party. Okay, so someone creates, has property, has money. Essentially, you can look at it as a pot uh, that's going to be managed for the benefit of someone else. Perhaps a grandmother leaves $100,000 uh, for the benefit of her grandchildren uh, to go to college. So she would create, rather than just giving $100,000 at her death, uh, this $100,000 is placed in what is called a trust. As a person who is uh, designated to manage this trust, are referred to as a trustee. And as the different grandchildren go to college, uh, they can either get uh, expenses paid in advance or perhaps reimbursed. Tuition, room, board, uh, books, uh, computers, um, living expense, whatever the case may be. And so that's by definition uh, a very simplistic example of, of what a, a trust uh, does and what the benefit is. And so in the case of, for example, Aretha Franklin, when you hear about this trust, uh, understand that uh, part of her uh, estate or her primary source of uh, property or wealth is her intellectual property. And as we shared before, uh, copyrights last for life of the author plus 70 years. So as long as you're alive, you will make money off of your music. But then 70 years after you're gone, your heirs, your children, grandchildren, and so on, would also 
benefit from uh, those those royalties. And so in her case, a trust would have allowed uh, someone to manage her portfolio of music, over 40 albums, songs written uh, for others. And so someone would manage that, that, that musical empire for the benefit of the children, grandchildren, perhaps even great-grandchildren. In the absence of a trust, all that now is falls to the lap of the children who are to manage it uh, together. And as they pass away, it will just fall into the laps of the children, their children, um, and their grandchildren. And it can get very complicated, especially if you say maybe 30 years from now, there's a child or a grandchild who has no experience, uh, no training, really uh, does not have any background in the music industry, and then is uh, uh, approached by someone without ethics, without morality, um, to perhaps buy the portfolio, buy the collection, uh, the catalog, if you will, and they're not given fair price. And so uh, to left that perhaps to be managed by an expert for the benefit financially of the family may have been uh, a, a good direction to have gone in in her case. But it, what's done is done. We want to talk about you now. And so very quickly, I want to give you five reasons Five reasons why you may not need a will. Number one, you have absolutely no property. Uh, there are people uh, for various reasons. Maybe uh, they, they, they've died poor. They've rented their home. They never owned a vehicle. Uh, they don't have any money really in any type of bank account or savings. Uh, perhaps uh, they really don't have any furniture, jewelry, uh, clothing, family heirlooms. Essentially, they have zero property. So even if they uh, were to write a will, there's essentially nothing uh, to be uh, uh, transferred to someone else through the will because they have absolutely zero property. And so sometimes you may find someone who's elderly, who is poor, or perhaps they've moved into a nursing home. They've moved into an assisted living center and they've gotten rid of all the furniture. They really don't have a lot of clothes. Uh, they don't really have a lot of jewelry. They never really owned a home, never really had any property, never really had a vehicle. So in terms of doing a will, there's nothing really to transfer uh, through a will. So number one, uh, the person has absolutely no property anywhere to be found on the face of the earth. Number two, which is somewhat related, uh, they have property or had property, but that property has been uh, transferred. Uh, sometimes in order to avoid... Um, issues, especially if, if family members have to go into a nursing home or rehabilitation, rehabilitation center, uh, they will transfer the property into the name of their children uh, before they pass away. So they had property, but perhaps they've already transferred the property into the hands of the family member. Maybe their property is really their pension or retirement, uh, and they've already designated a beneficiary. And so your 401k that pension plan isn't um, handled through a will. But if that's your primary source of property or wealth that you're passing down, that insurance policy, that 401k, that pension plan is already going to have a beneficiary name. And that beneficiary is the person who's going to receive uh, that uh, uh, finances. Um, you may also have 
uh, a joint bank account, for example, and you've already put someone else's name on the joint account, maybe a child or grandchild, and so they will automatically become the sole owner of that account uh, when that uh, first person passes away. And the third way, uh, another way in which property may already been transferred, maybe you've already created a trust. You, you don't have to wait to create a trust in your will when you die. Some people actually create a trust while they're alive, and they'll transfer all their property, rental property, intellectual property, other assets, into a trust uh, for the benefit of others while they're alive. So technically, they don't have any property that belongs to them. It belongs to the trust. And so if number two, you have already transferred property while alive, uh, then you may not need a will. Uh, number three, the third, per third reason why a person may not need a will is because uh, even if you don't have a will, the person you want to have your property will arguably get it anyway. Uh, so, for example, uh, you're happily married and you pretty much said, what's mine goes to my, my wife, especially if, if you've only had one wife or one husband and all of your children is by that one wife or that one husband, then argue, the argument can be made, you know, why do a will? Because essentially everything I have um, is going to go to my, my wife. And if something should happen to my wife or to my husband, then it's going to our children, our children, meaning, you know, we're the parents of, of both of these children. So in a case like that, uh, arguably the person may say, well, there's no need to have a will because it's going to go to the same person uh, by uh, law as it would be if I went through the, the, the cost and the hassle of creating um, a will. Say, for instance, your spouse is already predeceased, and so essentially what you have will go to your children, and you want them to have it in equal shares. So once again, a person may say, well, I don't need a will because everything I have will go to my child anyway, so why bother? I, I remember at one point uh, doing a will for a lady. She was divorced, and uh, she only had one child. So we, we went through the exercise. We did it. But in essence, um, she was leaving everything to the child. She wasn't married. So without the will, essentially, that child would have gotten everything anyway. Okay, so uh, number three, um, if you're leaving everything to a spouse, um, that you only have one spouse, all your children's by that uh, one spouse, and you want that spouse to receive everything, and somehow um, things should pass away or predecease you, you've already agreed that everything would go to your, your children. Either you have only have one child, and it's very easy because there's only one child, or even if you have multiple children, but you're comfortable with your children getting everything in equal uh, proportion of shares, maybe you could argue that you don't need a will. Um, the one the caution to that is, if you have one child or multiple children, you still may want to give some type of instruction or direction as to how you want them to handle uh, the property. And, and I didn't write this in my notes, but for example, uh, you want your children, you have three children, you want them to have the house. Well, are they gonna live in the house? Are they going to rent the house? Are they going to sell the house and then split the money? Are they going to auction off the, 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 the furniture and appliances in that house? Because if 
Uh, no provision is made for the maintenance and the upkeep of the house. Taxes. Perhaps if there's an outstanding mortgage. Uh, just general upkeep and renovations. We find that a lot of families lose wealth because they're unable to keep the family house. Or one sibling is paying the taxes, the others aren't keeping up their fair share. Even though we all own it equally, we're not uh, financially contributing to it equally, and then it becomes a, a problem. So even if you want all your children to reap the benefits of that house equally, you still may want to have a will that says, sell the house, split the money, or keep the house, but here's some money to set aside for the taxes, the insurance, and the general upkeep of that uh, particular house. And it may eliminate some confusion because a lot of times families can't decide on whether we're going to sell it, whether we're going to rent it, or whether somebody, one of us is going to live in it rent-free or paying rent. Okay. Number four, uh, you may really not care who gets your property when you die. Um, some people really just are detached for whatever reason. They really don't care. They can do what they want with it. Perhaps that's somewhat irresponsible. Perhaps that's immature. Um, but if you really don't care who gets what, then you may not need a will. Uh, the second thing related to that is you may be totally undecided as to who you want to get in terms of the will or property out of your will. Do you want one child to get more than the other? Do you want your grandchildren? Do you want maybe not your child, but your grandchild's uh, parent that's not your blood relative to get the property for the benefit of the child? You're not sure which child should get the business. You're not sure who should get the house. You're not sure um, who's going to get the money. Um, and so it's hard to create a will if you are perhaps totally undecided about who you want to get what. Now, a caveat to that is understand that wills do not become final until the person dies. So it's important to know that if you create a will today, uh, that you have opportunity to amend or to cancel that will until any point until death or perhaps uh, incapacitation before you die. So don't feel that if you make a decision today, that that decision can never be changed ever in life. Okay, so it's important to note that if you're undecided, you can create the will, and if life events, relationships uh, change over time, uh, that the will can be amended um, or canceled and started over um, later in life. Sometimes a person may create a will when they're in their 30s, um, and then they have additional children. Not only do they have additional children, but grandchildren, great-grandchildren are born. Uh, they've accumulated multiple properties. Their, their business has expanded. So their, their property has totally changed. Their family has totally changed. So with that being said, a person can go back and either amend the will or they can uh, cancel the previous will and create a brand new one. So don't feel that I, I don't want to create a will because I don't want to be locked into something that I can't change. It does not become permanent until you die or in the case that you become incapacitated and you're unable to make any changes to your will. 
And that leads me to my fifth and final reason why you may not need a will. And that is you plan to live forever. Uh, you have made up in your mind uh, that you're not going to die. Uh, essentially, you're going to live until the rapture. And so there's no need to have a will because you're going to outlive your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. You're never going to die. So none of this is ever going to matter. But we all know what the scripture tells us that is appointed to man once to die. And after death comes uh, the judgment. So even if you're planning to live to 100, 120, uh, there's a strong likelihood that at some point you're going to pass away. And who's going to be left with that hard-earned wealth, property, assets that you have spent perhaps a lifetime working hard to build and accumulate only to allow the state to have that business, to have that house, to have that furniture, to have that jewelry, to give to who they want to, rather than you taking the proactive step of putting in writing who you would like to have what, if and when you do pass away. So once again, five reasons why uh, you may not need a will. Number one, you have zero property. Number two, the property that you have may have already been transferred, beneficiaries designated, uh, trust perhaps has been created, person is already on the account. Number three, uh, the person who you would want to have the property would get it by law, even without a will. And so you don't feel the need to have a will because perhaps, once again, your children are all by the same spouse. Um, you want your children to receive it equally. And so without a will, the same people essentially get um, your property or wealth um, by default. Uh, number four, uh, you really don't care who gets what, um, as well as you're totally unsure uh, about who gets what. And then lastly, number five, you plan to live forever. And we all know uh, that that's very unlikely uh, to happen. So once again, uh, these videos are for educational advertising purposes. It's not a substitute for consulting a licensed attorney in your state, nor does it create an attorney-client relationship. So it's very important for you to perhaps contact an attorney uh, to uh, discuss uh, your will options, um, trust options, and even though we didn't get into it with this video, even um, your power of attorney, uh, your living will, uh, your health care directive, those other um, estate planning, end-of-life documents that are very important and that we will probably discuss at a later point. Uh, once again, we thank you for viewing uh, the, the fan page of the Law Office of Travell Travis as well as the YouTube channel uh, for the Law Office of Travell Travis. We ask you to please like, share, comment, as well as connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, visit our website, TravelTravis.com. Email us, TravelTravis at gmail.com. Or even call us, 757-528-8529. Once again, thank you for viewing uh, our video today. God bless you and have a smile upon you.